A new regional initiative focused on peace building has been launched. The Pacific Women Mediators Network believes that human rights-based approaches to conflict prevention leads to a more secure and stable Pacific region. It will invest in leadership development for young Pacific women and hold the Pacific Forum leaders to account on gender equality. Joining me to talk about this network is Program Manager Sharon Bagwin-Rolls. Tell for lover Sharon, tell me more about the Pacific Women Mediators Network. The Pacific Women Mediators Network is uh, the result of many, many years of women's contributions, Pacific Island women's contributions to building peace in our region. Um, I really want to start by acknowledging all the women who paved the way, including in the Nuclear Free Independent Pacific Movement, all the different civil society networks, and, and those who continue to to look at the intersectionalities of the issues that um, we need to address if we're committed to a peaceful, sustain, you know, a, a region that is peaceful, one of peace. Then tell me, how do Pacific women contribute to peace building and security? I mean, from a cultural perspective, don't they do that already? Yes, they do. I mean, we do have, um, it is very important to acknowledge the traditional and, and cultural aspects of peace building. But when we see that our region is, our Pacific Island region in particular, has such low levels of women's representation in political decision making, such high rates of gender-based violence, and the fact that despite commitments, including Pacific leaders' gender equality declaration, you know, commitments to gender equality, we're not seeing a shift in the kind of power. We're not seeing the formal acknowledgement of women's local initiatives, women's definitions of peace and security um, in national decision-making and even in regional political decisions as well. And when our governments have made a commitment to say that climate change is the single biggest security threat to our region, women who are on the front lines of climate action, on disaster management, on humanitarian response, are still not equals in decision-making, then I think we really have to make that shift from just acknowledging our roles in our communities, in our faith communities, in our homes, to really in those formal spaces. So that's why we've persisted to, to continue to remind our governments of the commitments that have been made to gender equality in the context of peace and security, but also now while we're calling for a redesigning of the tables where decisions are made so that women leaders themselves, those that are driving the peace-building initiatives at, at local and country level, are also being heard in these formal spaces. Mm. There's an emphasis on having young women involved in this network. So what do you think are some of the issues that young Pacific women face that this network will address? So one of the, one of the things that we've actually been talking about is even challenging ourselves to, to think about how do we actually define young women. Um, so we really have to look at, you know, um, being very clear that we're talking about an age group that's between 18 and up to 40 years. That's a negotiation in itself because in many different cultural contexts as well, you can always remain a younger woman in the eyes of your mother or your grandmother, right? Um, so so we, we are definitely committed to ensuring that 
as we talk about the sustainability of our work and succession planning, that we are talking about young women who will um, who will take on the leadership over the next three years as well. That's a really important commitment. The way in which the training will need to um, be designed should will also need to take into account certainly the 15 young women who um, come into the more formal part of the program and have the scholarship. But we also want to ensure, and this is a clear message from the technical working group, that these training programs, these training modules must also then be um, translated and made available so that through our networks um, across the Pacific, more young women, particularly in maritime, remote, the out-of-school girls also have access to this information to help them learn to help them build their leadership skills as well. So it's something that I feel we're starting, but we will certainly be continuing to learn from and to think about the diversity of young women who need to be taken into account as we develop the programs for them, um, as well as having that outreach through young women-led networks um, to, to be able to make that connect with young women in their own island communities.